Welcome to the Downhouse podcast, where you can learn more about Downhouse School. We're looking forward in this series to focusing on useful insights and information for families joining us this September. In this episode, we'll be learning more about what to pack. Our host, Simon Jones, speaks to our assistant head of lower school, Ms. Kate Eaves, and pupils Anya in the lower fourth or year eight, and Cassie in the lower sixth. So today I'm joined by Kate Eves, assistant head lower school, and we also have Anya in year eight and Cassie in the lower sixth. But first of all, we're starting off talking to Kate. Hello, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well indeed. Thank good. you very well. Uh, now, you're the assistant head of the lower school. What, what does that mean exactly then? So that means that I have oversight of the lower school, which is year seven and eight at school. We have three fantastic boarding houses, which have amazing teams in them. And um, I look after them and they look after our wonderful girls. And essentially, that's just me making sure that they're making excellent progress in everything that they do at school and that they're happy. And what are those three boarding houses? We have Darwin, we have Hermitage and we have Hill. And then the lower school is which year groups? Seven and eight. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. So we're here talking then about about what children should be thinking about bringing to school yes. when they join. Uh, first of all, wh why is that an important thing for us to talk about? Well, um, I mean, we've got lots of people joining us, children joining us and parents, obviously, coming from schools that are potentially day schools. They haven't done boarding before. They might be coming from overseas. And we've, you know, we've got lots of packing lists, but actually that doesn't necessarily stop people from worrying or overthinking or panicking about whether they're bringing the right things or the wrong things or they've missed something out. So we really wanted to take the opportunity to kind of talk through that from, from my perspective, but also from a pupil perspective and perhaps alleviate some of those concerns. I imagine that when you're an adult, it's probably quite easy just to almost trivialize this sort of subject and just think to yourself well all you need is just a few bits you don't really need to think about much at all but I imagine that from a pupil point of view you know if you're 10 or 11 years old and you're going to be coming here yeah. you're going to be worrying almost about maybe what some other girls might be bringing and what you might not bring Absolutely. and then be out of the loop. And I think the important thing to remember is that this is their home and you don't necessarily know what you need in your home until you've lived in it for a bit. So there's that concern as well. But the one thing that I would say is hopefully when you listen to this podcast, you're going to understand that, you know, nothing's fixed. If you haven't got everything that you want, you know, in the first instance, we can always make sure that we get it for you in some way or another. So I think it'll be really interesting to hear what the advice from the girls here as to what we think is important. <laughs> Okay, well, in a moment, we are going to speak to them. But first of all, I believe there is a uniform list and a packing list already, though, Absolutely, isn't Absolutely, yes. So what kind of things are included on that that might not be included in what we talk about? Oh, I mean, also, I mean, they are really extensive, these lists. I would say for us um, in the lower school, we actually will end up with two packing lists. We've got the packing list for if you're coming to the cold ash site um, in year seven. And we've also got a packing list for Sauveterre, which is our French school, if you are joining in year eight. Um, but they will cover all sorts of things from bedding to the sorts of mufti, so like your home clothes, your casual clothes that you might want to bring to toothbrush, alarm clocks, what we do with medication or any vitamins and things that you want to take all sorts. Okay, so I'm glad you mentioned about year eight because I think most of the children here, they join, they join in either year seven or year nine, but a few join in year eight. Yep, we get a few joiners in year eight. So what's that all about and what should they be thinking about that's different? So it's not that it will be hugely different. It's just that when you join in year eight, that means that you're coming to our French school in your first term, to so the MIP term in September. So um, because they do slightly different activities to us or the weather might be slightly different, they will have a, a slightly, and I really mean slightly different packing list. Um, so it's just something to know that will come to you in your Sauveterre handbook rather than your lower school particular handbook for here. And sorry, just jump in. Sauveterre, that's the name of the place yes, in France. Yes, that's the name of the chateau and the place in France. Sorry. 
And I suppose the only other thing to kind of take note of in that is that any parents coming from overseas and they've got any concerns about packing or what, you know, do they take everything to Sovaterra or is there anything that they can leave here? Then absolutely they should engage with us on that because we can always store some of the more bulky items that they might need storing. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that, Kate. We're going to come back to you in a second, but but now we're just going to talk to Anya. Anya, hello. How are you, first of all? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. And you're in year eight then, is that right? Yeah. And you joined the school in, in year seven then? Uh, Yeah. So tell us about some of the things that you were thinking about or maybe even a bit worried about when you were packing and thinking about what to bring. I was just worried that I wouldn't have some stuff that I might need for either like lessons or the evening activities or just going out on trips or something. But I ended up getting pretty much everything I needed. And and where is home for you? Were, were you able to drive or did you have to, fl- have to fly here? Oh, I can drive there. Okay. All right. So, so you're driving distance. Um, so was it a case of loading up the whole of the back of the car or, or did you just have a limited amount of space to bring things in? Yeah, I basically just shoved everything I could in the back of the car and then tried to fit it all into my dorm. Okay. So people talk about tuck and that kind of thing. First of all, what is tuck? Just like sweets, chocolate, crisps, any food you can eat in like the evening on like movie night and stuff. Okay. And and this is something that, that children can bring along with them. How much should they be bringing? We should normally bring like a little container, not too small, not too big or else it won't fit in the cupboard. But um, just like a medium sized container and you fill it with as many sweets or chocolate as you want, but probably not too much because you won't be able to eat it all because you get like a mug size full on a Wednesday and a Saturday to eat while you watch a movie. And you mentioned about uh, not not too big, not too small. That That's great advice. But if, if someone's thinking about actually what what size container to bring, then, I mean, roughly what sort of sizes are we talking? You know, is it like the size of an ice cream tub or is it like the size of a small suitcase? Kate, it might be better if I ask you that question. Is that, is that what we're saying? I would say it's like a like a decent Tupperware size. I'm thinking like an A4 piece of paper. Is it as big as that? I wrote a tiny bit bigger than an A4 piece of paper, but... Okay, so maybe a large ice cream tub, something like that. Yeah. That, that, that feels about right. How often are you able to refill at this tuck shop? So you can go once every two weeks and you're only allowed to spend like a pound or so. You can buy like a bag of sweets or a drink or a packet of crisps or something. And then you can go back and put it in your tuck box and have it for a tuck night. Okay, and then you can put whatever you, what, literally whatever you like in there? Yeah, basically anything except for stuff with like nuts or something because there's quite a few people with nut allergies. Okay, that's that's really good to know. So people listening to this, if you're if you're thinking right now about what to put in that tuck, then then things with nuts is not a good idea. Anya, do you remember what you put in yours? Yeah, I put like some Cadbury's chocolate, Harry Bows, few little like mini cheddar packs of crisps and stuff and then whenever you run out you can always go to the tuck shop okay all right and 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 Cadbury's is that your favorite kind of chocolate uh yeah probably okay now were there any things that you brought along with you ignoring tuck for a second that actually you realized that you thought you might need and would be essential but then when you got here you realized "Mm, actually I probably didn't need to bring that after all well with clothes sometimes I brought the wrong clothes for like the wrong season so in winter, I would have brought some like shorts and stuff and then realised probably don't need those and stuff. So I just put them, take, took them back home with me on the weekend. And do you remember how you felt at the time of packing? I mean, w- were you nervous at all about coming to a new school and, you know, w- when it came to packing, w- were you thinking about all of these different things? Um, Yeah, I was probably just like trying to make sure I had everything on the packing list and then trying not to bring too much of stuff I didn't need because I knew I wouldn't have too much of a space because you're in dorms of four or three. So there's not huge amounts of 
space to put your stuff. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Thank you for that, Anya. And Cassie, now you're in, in lower sixth, but you joined in, in year nine, is that right? Yeah, I did. Um, and I joined from overseas when I joined. And then now I'm based back in England. So okay. yeah, a right. bit of a change. <laughs> so where did you come from? Which country? So I was in Oman. And I think just before COVID started, I was in Oman flying back and forth. Um, but then when COVID started, we were back in Oman. And then kind of towards the end of COVID, we moved back to England. So yeah, now much closer. I'm just in Maidenhead, so it's really close. Okay, right. So jumping back to when you were packing to, to well, before you came to school, yeah. do, do you remember the, the kind of things you were thinking about, the sort of concerns that you had? I think my main concerns were like more useful things to begin with, because I was like, where am I going to put my dirty clothes? And my older sister who'd been at down before me was like, oh, you can just put them in a drawer. But I was like, I'm going to need all the drawers I can get. So, um, so I actually took a little trip to Primark with my mum. We got like towels and um, a little one of those like foldable laundry baskets, which kind of spring up. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like anything that you can get, which is like really useful, but also pack smaller because obviously you're packing at the end of term. So you want everything to get as small as possible to one fit in your cars. And you said, um, but also to be able to fit in the storage cupboards if you're overseas. So a laundry basket is really helpful. But then I think there's also a lot of things that like technically aren't useful, but bring you just a little bit more joy, I think, when you're coming back to your dorm. So I'd say fairy lights are really nice because um, they make it just a bit more like your kind of area, your little nook in the room. And, and I guess fairy lights pack up quite small as well. So, so, so they're not too big. But they do have to be battery powered because, as you know, like Downhouse cares about your safety. So, <laughs> so everything has to be safe or tested um, by the IT. And then also pictures for your pin board. Um, I have a map on my wall because... I love maps. <laughs> and then I also, um, probably not most typical thing, but I have a lot of plants because I do love plants. So I have a lot of plants everywhere. Well, it's good to know about the, uh, about the maps. Okay, so uh, are, are you able to put things up on the wall? Not on the wall, but on your pinboard. And most dorms, you will, I think everyone has a pinboard, but sometimes you get lucky and you get two. So um, I think I've always been lucky and I've had two, one above my desk and then one um, above my bed. So, Well, I, I think every parent listening to this right now will, will understand what it's like when, when teenagers in particular put blue tack on the wall and then it, they peel it off and then it leaves a mark on. At least I remember doing that when I was younger. Um, Kate, one of the things we've been talking about here are, are some of the things that children should be bringing. What happens if anything gets forgotten or, or left behind or, or just doesn't even get thought about until two weeks into term? I would say to absolutely not worry about it because the, the chances are we've got a spare something in-house so we can always kind of you know if it was a bit of uniform or something like that there'll be something around what we don't want is really don't want is for anyone to worry so um the other thing is is that if you live close enough you know you'll be able to go home at a weekend or someone will be able to bring it in and our other great tip would be amazon because oh yeah no i don't know whether i'm supposed to promote amazon or not but no um so we would say that you know it's post is is here is alive um and you can order from amazon so if you're missing anything if you're missing some socks or whatever it might be or you wanted to send some new batteries for your fairy lights or or um 
I don't know, a laundry basket, as we were talking about earlier. So hop onto Amazon, order it. It will get delivered to reception at school. And then all of those parcels get dropped off at each of the houses. And actually, everyone loves receiving a letter or a parcel. So, And of course, I imagine that the children don't, it's, it's not down to the children to, to order that from Amazon. The parents can order that from wherever they are in the world. Of course they can. They absolutely can. And, uh, you know, if, if you're happy for your child to order it too, then that's also the case because they will get some time on, particularly I'm talking in reference to lower school in particular, but they will have some time on their surfaces in the evening. But that is a, an arrangement between the child and the parent but you know some of some of the girls will order things for themselves with permission from their parents so either way around is fine and so when something gets ordered on amazon does it just go to the main reception here how does that work yeah so um all posts goes to the main reception at wakefield house um and then that just gets divided up and delivered to each of the houses and then what we tend to do in the lower school is that we'll lay out all the posts either on the floor in the main office or on the sofa in the main office and the girls know to just come in and check if anything's there for them now what happens at birthdays well we we have special birthdays in the lower school which i will let anya kind of give you more information on but Ooh, um okay maybe we'll jump straight across to anya then yeah. Yeah, I would just say they're going to be part of your packing list and Anya will explain why. Oh, okay. Anya, tell us more about this. So when you get your packing list, you, your parents probably get sent on an email talking about how many presents, which we call wacky bees here, to bring for your friends. They don't need to be anything like really big or expensive. They can just be like a two to five pound gift, which you can, something small, which you can bring for your friends. And then you can wrap it up. And then there's a box they that the, the teachers bring around where you can put all the presents in and then sing a song and then they all open the presents and stuff okay all right that sounds great fun and 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 this happens all the time then does it uh yes yeah, so whenever there's a birthday that evening we do that and then they often bring in cake or something and then we can all have like cake and yeah sometimes people bring in pizza and stuff so awesome that sounds great fun i, I might come along for one of those <laughs> and cassie tell us a little bit about about the bedroom area i'm i'm, I'm wondering how comfortable the beds are uh here at yeah. Dale house and, and whether you have mattress toppers because I, I know that some people do yeah so obviously you have your own bed and they're also different heights depending i think just on the dorm that you're in and you obviously get given your mattress, you get given a mattress protector, I think, and a bottom sheet. But it's still up to you whether you want to bring your own bottom sheet because, you know, you might not want to use the school one. <laughs> but lots of people do bring their own mattress, like topper. So some people's beds do look a lot taller than everyone else's. Um, I've never bothered, personally, because just another thing to cram into the car. I don't really have enough room as it is. But would you recommend people do bring one or that they don't bother bringing one? Or is it just personal choice? Yeah, I think personal choice because if you want a mattress topper and you think that's going to help you sleep or just make you more comfortable, then 100% bring one. And if your parents are happy to bring one for you as well, then go ahead. But I think the mattresses are comfy enough. I, I don't really need one. So, yeah. <laughs> that's really good to hear. Kate, quick question back to you then. Uh, so are there things that sometimes children bring that, that you'd really recommend they shouldn't bring? Do you know what? When we, this is not something that they shouldn't bring, but when we were asking, I was asking some of the girls about, oh, you know, what are the things that you want me to mention in this podcast or you think are really important to mention in the podcast? And somebody said a torch. And I thought, what on earth do you need a torch for unless you're doing something after lights out? Um, so it's not, it's not that I wouldn't want to bring it, but, you know, I just thought to myself, okay, do I want torches? You know, it's fine. They're going on a residential. They might need a torch on that. But um, no, I mean, some people ask about Kindles. Kindles are absolutely fine. They should bring those if they want to read. Um, much easier than bringing lots of books, actually, though we have an excellent library here, too, that they can access. So you don't need to pile in loads of books into packing. That would be one thing I would say don't don't worry about doing. And you will get a reading list as well um, from the library. Um, so I can't really think of anything else 
that we would recommend not bringing. It's more, I actually would say that if there is anything that you were bringing or packing that you thought, oh, I'm not sure about this, just declare it to the housemistress. Mm. Because then, you know, we can say, actually, no, we'll keep that. Or or it's absolutely fine. Or no, actually, we, we, we don't want really sharp scissors, for example, in the in the dorms. So so that's a great point. Is, is it easy enough for parents just to get in touch before their children are sent off to school? Very, very easy. So... What we tend to do, we actually have a really nice sort of timeline of, of communication. So the housemistresses will already have been in touch with all of our new joiners um, coming in September. And they are welcome to organise Teams calls or just normal phone calls with them to discuss any of these things. So absolutely. And how about devices? How many devices are the children able to bring? So every child here has a Microsoft Surface Pro. So they don't really need to bring any of their own devices. We don't need to have a, an iPad. You don't need to have another laptop because we've got your own school device. Um, we do say that, well, you know, we welcome mobile phones in the sense that we know that children will want to call home um, and they might want to spend a bit. They get half an hour in the, in the lower school on their phones in the evening. So they'll want to have a bit of that contact time. Apple watches are not really necessary. But again, we know that some people will have them. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say essentially a phone and a surface is all you need. That's really good to know. That's really good to know. Now, I was going to ask Anya about lacrosse camp. Can you tell me something about this? So lacrosse camp's a few days before school starts, and it's a really good way to meet new girls joining in your year and make friends. Um, it's also a good way to, even if you haven't played lacrosse before, to sort of start learning, I guess, so you're not completely learning from scratch. And even if you've never played before or you've played a little bit and you're not good, it doesn't matter because they teach you how to play and can show you how to start playing if you don't know. Oh, right. OK, so so just to clarify, it's not aimed at people who are already really good at lacrosse. You could join this without having what, ever played lacrosse then, I guess. Yeah, so if you've never played lacrosse, it's fine. You can learn. And also, if you have played lacrosse and you just want to go and have fun, it's also OK. And a great way to meet new friends as well. Yeah, there's loads of girls who come who are joining from your year and people who might be joining in different years as well. But yeah. OK, thank you for that, Anya. Uh, Cassie, just to jump back to you for a second. Wh wh when I think of children going off to, to boarding school, I, I imagine that them going off with great big trunks. Wh what kind of uh, cases or trunks do, do children use to bring all of their things in? Well, I, I started off, I think, with just about two suitcases. But over the few years that I've been here, it's like accumulated more and more stuff as I've kind of like, I've left stuff here over the summer because especially as an overseas student, you have the opportunity to leave stuff because, you know, it's a bit hard and it doesn't really make much sense bringing back all of your school bedding all the way back home and then lugging it back again at the start of term. So I have, I think I've accumulated a lot of stuff, but it's not really stuff I need. It's just like, I think I do need to go and sort through my stuff and kind of get the stuff that I need, especially because I think as you kind of progress through the school, you realize that a lot of stuff is just not really essential and you have a lot of other stuff going on. So there's a lot of stuff like probably the 10 books that I have in my cupboard that I'm not going to touch until the summer. So I think those will definitely be coming home with me at the end of term and not coming back to school. But just a lot of other things like I did, I think, bring five blankets when I first joined and now I only have one, which I still don't even need because it's summer. <laughs> so, so there's just a lot of things that I think I definitely brought when I first started. But I think that's just part of being at school and being around other people who are experiencing the same thing you just you, it's just one of those things that you learn how to pack and also the things that you need and you'll just you'll figure that out so it's not really it's nothing to worry about really well that all sounds very reassuring Kathy. thank you <laughs> 
Well, I'm keeping an eye on time, so we need to bring this to a close now. But I just want to say thank you to you all for being here. First of all, thank you to you, Kate. No, thank you very much. And hopefully it was helpful. And thank you both to Anya and to Cathy as well. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So that's it for this episode. To find out more, check out the school's website, downhouse.net. And our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.